Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about developing the flip side of an anxious mindset. I'm kind of in a mindset mood these days, so I wanted to share with you the flip side of an anxious mindset, like, oh, so if we if we don't have an anxious mindset, what do we have? You know, how a person perceives their life, how we perceive our lives, our beliefs and assumptions, that is our mindset. Mindset runs deep in our human psyche, and it involves our emotional, psychological, mental, and even spiritual aspects of our lives. So if we are spending a lot of time with anxiety, we run the risk of developing an anxious mindset. So what is the flip side of an anxious mindset? A healthy mindset. (laughs) And that refers to the way of thinking that leads us to growth and improvement of our lives and the people around us. A person with a healthy mindset would exhibit such things as more clarity, more focus, empathy, determination, courage, hope, calmness, and more. But that gives you a good idea of what we are talking about as to what a healthy mindset is doing. So if we have been down the anxious wormhole, or maybe we're just living circling the wormhole endlessly, we can actually make some changes to develop a healthier mindset. The flip side of an anxious mindset. We focus more on bad news and dreadful things that may never happen because we were built that way. We have talked about that here on many episodes. That is how we are built as humans to survive. Much of our body and our mind have not caught up with the current environment that we live in. And so we have to take the reins here and say, okay, I can't just rest and go with the flow. I have to notice what's happening what is harming me, and how I can make the changes. We know that to survive, we have the amygdala, our lizard brain, that is always going toward being into safety and always moving away from pain, away from distress. But not everything is that simple in our complicated lives in this time. We are drawn to pleasure and we are, as humans, built to avoid pain. But we are not single cell creatures. We are very well adapted 
to being able to think things through, to pull up our executive functioning and take the reins, not just letting this wild horse of a mind run us around. What we want to do is begin to move away from the survival mode of our amygdala and into a life of purpose, growth, and happiness. And this is available to all of you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's talk about some ways that we can develop a healthy mindset or a healthier mindset. It isn't black or white. It's not either or. You're not either an anxious mindset or a healthy mindset, we're always moving somewhere on that continuum. And so the more we can lean toward healthy mindset, the better off we are going to be. The first idea I have down here that I wanted to share with you is self-awareness. Take some time to know who you are. What are your strengths? What are your likes, your dislikes? What are your talents? Jot these down. You knew I was going to talk about the journal on this. So pull that journal out and make a page. Talk to yourself. No one else has to see this. Write your strengths, your weaknesses, your likes and dislikes, and your talents, things that you know about yourself. Let yourself know you're aware of it. Okay. Just it's you with you. Have a relationship with who you are. The second one I have is for you to accept yourself. We have to accept so much in life and accepting ourselves is one of those things. We have to accept our weaknesses that we may have written down in the first one and our limitations. We have to accept that we may not be able to reach the goal that we had put out for ourselves a few years ago. Things have changed. Life has taken a different turn. That's okay. That just means not this. It means move along and find what it is. 
much of life, I had a spiritual director share this with me many, many years ago. Much of life is not this, not this, not this. So much of our life is just eliminating what we are not going to be or do. You know, I want you to take heart just because you have a lot of things that you have to take off the list. That's okay. There's room for something more. The next one I want you to pay attention to is I want you to be aware of the company that you keep. Because if you want to cultivate a healthy mindset, then you will do well to have people with healthy mindsets around you, or at least keep the negative mindset people at a minimum. Because we get to choose who we spend our time with for the most part. We always have things that we have to do, environments we have to be in, and we can handle that. But we want to be sure that we are spending some company, some quality time with people who are also on the same journey of a healthy mindset that we are. The next one, I want you to watch what you consume. This one's super important. And we're in such a world of constant consumption now that we probably miss this. From everything that you take in, from movies that you watch, music you listen to, the YouTubes that you pay a lot of time and attention to, the social media, all of this is feeding your mind. And imagine if you were eating a diet of junk food, you're not going to feel as good as if you were eating a more balanced diet. I'm not saying you couldn't have some junk food maybe some cookies here and there, but you can't live on cookies. Okay. So same thing with your mind. You can't keep feeding it negative, stressful material and expect to feel good and expect to feel like you have a healthy mindset. Of course you will then be stressed and afraid and be pushing the panic button. Who wouldn't? This is something you have control over. And so we all do well to kind of pay attention to how much of a diet we want to consume of particular types of movies, music, and so forth. You're the one in charge. So make sure that it's not toxic to your mind. Another tip for you is to build healthy habits. Habits really set us free. I know in a previous episode, I talked about having structure and structure is also involved in creating habits. So when we don't have to think about brushing our teeth every night, it's easy. We just do it. We probably don't even, we're halfway through it and we don't even realize we had started that's okay because we don't need to think about that. We don't need to think about how to take the next step, right? We have muscle memory. We have learned these things and our body can just do it. These are things we can take out of our life and put it into the bigger world. We can build routines and habits for the activities that we perform that maybe we are spending a lot of time thinking about first. So just build a habit. The one that everybody talks about, but I found it 
to be so beautiful is making the bed. Like don't leave your bedroom in the morning without making your bed, unless there's another person in there. But it's a simple thing. And over time, the bed is made. You don't even remember doing it. It's just a part of your morning, of your waking up, your early habit that you get done. And then every time you happen to go past by that bedroom, it looks lovely and you didn't have to stress over it. But if you walked by it and it was rumply and unkempt, you may not consciously be aware of it nagging at you, but I guarantee you it's just one of those things that adds to the stress. So find things where you can build healthy little habits to get you started, little ones, and then you can build up to the bigger ones as you get that habit muscle stronger. The next one, and this would be a a good habit to uh, add into your life, is exercise. Working out will really help to clear your mind. It gives you better clarity and really a different perspective. So I hope that one of the habits that you could build would be an exercise routine. Mine has recently changed over the last year, and I am currently going to a gym, and that's not something I would have normally done, and certainly not the weights and stuff, but I am so enjoying it. I'm actually loving it, and I have to say, on the days that I don't do the workout up there, with my people, I feel different. I have a different energy level and I am not as clear in my thinking as I am on the days that I get up and I get up there and I get that blood flowing first thing in the morning. So I hope that you'll really consider this. Now I've been walking for a long time. I can walk and walk, but I had to change up my habit. I had to change up my routine. I had to get a different kind of structure so that I could shift my body, right? So that it could be doing something different. So I could have a a different kind of blood flow. I had to work a little bit harder. (laughs) And sometimes we don't want to do that, but it feels good when you do it. And the next one, of course, you know that I would not let some tips go by without reminding you of the benefits of meditation. Meditation is such a powerful tool that it really helps you to step outside of your own mind for a moment. And you can see your thoughts and you can examine them because you are sitting somewhere on purpose, paying attention to your mind as if it really mattered. And it does really matter you have got to see what's going on in there. And when we're out in our busy day, we're moving from one thing to the next. We don't have quite the amount of awareness of what our thoughts are. And we certainly don't have the time to examine them. But when we're sitting there watching our breath and it's all quiet and the thought comes up, this is the time to see what goes on in that mind? And when we are there doing it on purpose for a limited amount of time, we can see often the folly of many of these thoughts. They are random. They are sometimes aggravating. 
they are off the wall, and they may be scary. But when you're there with them on purpose in a safe environment, you don't have to react to them. You get to examine them and then let them go. Just notice it. Examine what it is. I'm not saying dig around, try to figure out where it came from. No need to do that. But see what it is. And practicing meditation can help you become self-aware. And that's what I talked about earlier. First one, become self-aware. Know who you are. Learn what goes on in this mind of yours and notice that it isn't telling you facts. It isn't telling you all wonderful, rosy things. It isn't telling you all truthful things. But when you get to see it, you can get to see that the mind is not who you are, right? There is something above you that can step outside and see your own thoughts. So I hope that you will become more self-aware and spend some time in meditation. I also would like you to pay attention and practice some affirmations. I've done some episodes on affirmations, and maybe I'll do some more as we move forward here. But positive affirmations are just repeating kind, true words to ourselves, reminding ourselves who we are and the potential that we hold. We don't have to have accomplished a thing in order to say it to ourselves. We can be on our way to it. And that can be our affirmation. Like I said, there are some other episodes on that. I want to leave you with this last tip of making everything your teacher. And by that, I mean making mistakes, your teacher. We are always going to run into challenges and we're going to have setbacks. We're going to make mistakes. But through all of this, we learn how to deal with those things. And when some other attack or challenge comes up again, we can deal with it because we've had a little bit of practice with it. And when I say make everything your teacher, what I am meaning is things are only a mistake if you didn't learn from it. If something happened, you did something that you are thinking, I wish I had done it differently. Do not beat yourself up, but see that misstep as your teacher. It's only a problem if you didn't learn from it. And I truly believe that because none of us are getting out of here without making some missteps. I hope this show has been helpful for you. And I look forward to being back with you before too long. And now for today's quote. If you can change your mind, you can change your life. And that's from William James. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.